John Ryan. He is Jonathan Prince. <laughs> Together. Why are you? We're, we're really honest, mate. <laughs> brutally honest up in here. Oh, yeah. Anything new? Anything new going on? I can see there's something new going on in your face. Well, you know what it is? I've got two sons, right? And they can both grow beards. And I can't grow a beard. I've never grown a beard in my life. And I was looking at one of them the, um, when lockdown ended. Um, we went for coffee. And I'm thinking, how come you can grow a beard? I've never had to grow a beard. So I could try and do one. So this is three weeks I've been doing this. Really? But the problem I have is that because I have vitiligo, I have white bits, orange bits, grey bits, brown bits, ginger bits. So I've got some um, beard colouring. And now my missus, she's just like, I don't like it, get it off. <laughs> so, you use, so you use beard colouring to make it all one colour? Yeah. Rather yeah. than being uh, John and his technicoloured beard? I've got about 44 different colours. People start a collection for me if I go to shop. Mate. It's Christmas, oh, man. You should have done it and sing a few songs. Yeah, but the white bit's here, and then it's like ginger. I look like a mongrel. <laughs> maybe they need to come back. I haven't seen a mongrel in time, but maybe they need to come back in. Um, but my missus, is, she reckons I look like I've been radicalised. I'm like, what do you mean, no, bro? I've not been radicalised at all. I'm always <laughs> going to be the same me, innit? Um, <laughs> No, so no, we no. tried some role play. I tried being a little bit French. Uh, where's, uh, would you like some drinks, some food perhaps? It's like, no, I don't like it, just get it off. So how long do you reckon it's going to be until you're feeling I'm like... I'm sticking with it, mate. I want to get a proper cat weasel. What's cat weasel? I want to be able to plait it into my nipple hairs. <laughs> into my armpits. But... <laughs> oh, I wish I hadn't have asked. I was never one of them kind of kids who had, you know, like all the kids had the cool haircuts and all this. I always had either short or long hair, that's it. I never had like a perm or one of them human league ones or, you know, that's it. When I first started doing stand-up, I had crew cuts. And um, uh promoter said, you need to grow your hair longer because you look like a thug. Do you know what I found out? This week, yeah, you know when you find out like weird things that you never knew about. So, um, on my on my laptop for work, uh, basically a picture comes up as a screensaver. It tells you what it is. So I'm looking, and this screensaver was of a range of mountains. It said, "Oh, if you click on here, it'll tell you why and what they're called." You might be interested. Anyway, these mountains, this mountain range is called the Bugaboos. The, the Bugaboos, Bugaboos, which is a mountain range in the Purcell Mountains of eastern British Columbia, Canada. Mining brought the first Europeans there um, for an ill-fated gold rush, and the name Bugaboo originated from this rush, which was a term used by prospectors for a dead end. A Bugaboo. A Bugaboo is a dead dead end. Now, then, that completely earwormed me with the Destiny's Child tune, didn't it? All my days. Nah, serious, mate. Check it. It's waiting for some kind of link. Oh, let's have it. Let's have it. Look. Right, I was thinking to myself, do you know what? That's a banger, you know. I was dancing around my house like, like straight up Peter Turner, mate. Trust me, yeah. like a boss out here. If you want to see a beautiful, stunningly beautiful woman, go on YouTube, Soul Train. I can see the turn off. It's nineteen seventy-one. That woman, all my days, beautiful. I tell you, man, I was beautiful dancing around my house, the bugaboo, man. I was, I was killing it, absolutely killing it. Then I started thinking to myself, the way that they rap it, like it's really well, well produced. Oh, and there that. we go. I know the way she kind of raps it, yeah. She like you she sounds, songs. Well, she sounds like she's rapping rather than singing. Do you know what I mean? So then I started doing it in my own voice, like when she goes, um, uh-huh. "It's not hot that you be calling me, stressing me, bugging me, da 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 da, or whatever, right?" And I was like, "Yeah, actually, how would that sound like?" 
in a Scottish man's accent, isn't it? Oh dear, this is not going to end well. Check it. Come on. You make me want to throw my page out the window. Tell BT to cut the phone calls. Break my lease so I can move because you're a bugaboo, a bugaboo. I want to put your number on the call block. Have NTL make my email stop because you're a bugaboo. You're bugging what you're bugging, who you're bugging me and can he see that's not cool. <laughs> it's not hot that you'd be bugging me, pigeon me, stressing my page out and do you know what I mean? But I'm just expecting you to bust into... <laughs> I forgot about that. The best rappers in England, didn't it? I forgot about my that. My people, mate. My people. Do you know what I'm saying? Trust well, me. That's mate. nice. That just shows how the Black Lives Matter movement has really broken their barriers because now it's perfectly acceptable for black men to uh, appropriate Scottish accents. Nice. <laughs> I like it. That is making me not feel so bad about um, trying to sound uh, like I'm South African every time I go around my mate's house. I mean, I don't know how, I don't know, how, I don't know where the link is. It's a, it's a tedious link. Because uh, they are so they, they talk like that, Moisela, you know? So, I can't make that noise, you know? No, because you're Scottish. <laughs> it's pretty clearly established, mate. All these months is slowly revealing itself. You're like that German bird who took the, the dark skin darkening tablets. <laughs> you know I mean? You're a ginger Scottish kid from Kettering. Hey, if you Kettering, good doing that in just pop. For real, mate, trust me, that's been giving me pure joke. Now when I hear the tune, I'm like, call me on phone, bargain me. Call me on my cell, bargain me. Everywhere you go, bargain me. You're bargain me. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, it, it gets better actually the more you sing it. I feel like, yeah. <laughs> you got quite, you got quite a hook. <laughs> yeah, man, trust me, I've been feeling that. Um, yeah, last last show that we did, we spoke of um, a guy named Steve McQueen, British director. Um, yeah, and we praised him for yeah, Small Acts, um, which was the, and that, it was called Notting Hill, Mangrove. the Mangrove. Yeah. It was called the first one. Then I realised that there was like a series of these things, so I thought, ah. Oh, Support my man. Go and watch the second one. Yeah, have a good ones. Mate, this dude no. went from legend to bellend in just over 80 minutes. Like, Come. he did a show called Lover's Rock. Oh! And it was like a huge misrepresentation of a blues. Now, yeah. the thing is, when I was younger, I wasn't old enough to go to a blues. The only blues I went to is that my parents took me to. And as yeah. I say that, for anyone who watches that program, understand there would have been some utes there a little bit earlier on and maybe throughout the night because people would have respected the place not all yeah. bunning weed and like not ashtray seen anywhere and like do you know what i mean like where was yeah. where was people eating food there was nobody eating no food so but you know what i struggled with was that for the first 10 minutes there was just no dialogue i'm like what are you doing Girl, what you do know, you mean the first 10 minutes for most of the thing there was no dialogue like, yeah but i'll just that to me just set the tone and i love lovers rock when we go k-star it's it, we go to the Lovers Rock room um, and then just listen when to I music. When I think of Lovers Rock, I think of artists like Sanchez and Frankie Paul and different artists that none of these artists were played in the show. It just feels like, okay, I can see how people could be like, it's difficult, isn't it? Because you do something trying to represent something out of the best intentions, so to speak, or as you'd believe, out of the best intentions. And um, yeah, you can go from legend to bellend in 80 minutes. Yeah, well, I just think maybe that was 
his experience. It was just very bizarre. I thought maybe it was his experience. That's exactly it, man. But um, yeah, well, because after would... Hackney in the old days, there was loads of like little blues places and little shabines. Someone needs and, to invite uh, him to a blues, man. That's all I'm saying. Well, did they have them in Ketchum? Did you have them in Ketchum? Yeah, man. Anywhere. Right. The thing is with the blues, right? Is right. So just to explain to people what a blues. <laughs> right, 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 right. Go on. Yeah. Go on. Then. Back when my parents came over to England, they were not um, accepted to go into nightclubs and pubs. You know, like if you were to go to maybe not uh, if you go to like a small town as a group for a stag do and you're all trying to get in the club. Yeah. And the bouncers will be like, well, that's a group of lads all together. They could cause us trouble. There's like 20 of them. There's eight of us. And really, and truly, we don't want groups of groups of lads in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you can see how that can kind of be justified, right? But back then, it was the same sort of ruling, but you're black, you ain't coming in. Like, your face don't fit. That's how it was. So, in order for people to listen to their music that they loved, that they'd had from home, that was still continuing, but wasn't being played on British radio, wasn't being played anywhere, they used to do a thing called a blue. So, somebody would have their house and use their house as the venue for the evening. So people, when they came to that venue, would be A, respectful that it's someone's house. B, they'd obviously, like, be going there to try and enjoy themselves. So they're really happy that they can go out and listen to the music that they like. So again, it was all respect. Do you understand? And that it's shows really... Sorry. It's used a lot of derelict houses where, where I lived. Right. Empty houses. They're just going to rig up the electric, put, put the speakers out, and then away you went. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, it was it was disappointing to see how um, it kind of showed basically black men as being super predatory upon women, like super predatory. And it was like, as far as I remember from when I was at a blues as a child, no one was going on like that. Do you know? Like, so yeah, it's kind of disappointing. It would kind of. Like- but you know what, Steve McQueen. To be fair to the guy, he's promoting different areas of culture. So obviously, not everyone's going to like every kind of episode. My objection to it was about the music. That was it. But. And also, there wasn't enough dialogue, man. And them guys that are in it, um, from Blue Story, I think they're, I think they're brilliant. They're just great. Uh, and I just thought, man, there's a good opportunity there to see some more of these guys acting. Listen, love is rock, man. I remember having one of my first sexual experiences with my um, mate Junior's 82-year-old grandmother. And I was probably about 14. And she took me to dance and winding grinded me. I'm like, oh, this is really weird. I'm getting really aroused listening to Gene Eddie Bambo. I'm like, oh, I don't like it, but I like it. Trust me, right? When my parents dance together, yeah, whether at like a oh. wedding or a family party or whatever, yeah, like you could be stood there with me and my brothers, yeah, and then you go like, oh look, there's Jonathan's parents dancing, Jonathan, and as soon as you turn around, me and my brothers are gone, mate. <laughs> we don't want to see that. Do you know what I mean? Live sex tonight at the wedding. <laughs> It's a floor show. For real. Yeah, I just remember her wiggling and griggling with me, and I'm, my brother's going, she's 82, she's 82. And I'm part of my brother's going, oh, it's nice. It's nice. <laughs> this doesn't happen at an Irish Christian. <laughs> that is brilliant. For years I'm after, I go to Junior, listen, mate, you're grand. I just love your grand. I'll see if she'll come rub against me. He's like, don't say that about my grand. <laughs> I'm glad I told you I was soon left there. Um, it's like a growl around its own memories, man. It's like... <laughs> feedback. It's like a little shop of horrors. I thought going to get eaten. Hold on. For this next piece, I need a prop. Bear with me. 
I gave a friend, yeah, a friend from work. Um, he goes to Jamaica like every year to this like same resort. He loves it, yeah. And um, when we first met, he was obviously just really happy to meet a man who was had a connection to the Caribbean, isn't it? Because he loves the Caribbean. And yeah. he kept talking about all his experiences. And it was really nice. And like, between him and me, he'd come up to me and go, yo, wow, God, do you know what I mean? And it was really nice because you could tell he only gets to do that at, on holiday, right? It was quite, quite nice. So then I thought, oh, I'll help my man out and I'll buy him some jerk chicken seasoning because he kept going on about jerk chicken, right? Yeah. And how he can't get the seasoning in the UK. So I got him this. Sorry for the product placement. You can buy other, other, jerk, <laughs> other jerk chicken seasonings are available, right? But... um. He rang, or he sent me a message basically saying that he had he had eaten the jerk chicken and he thinks he might need a doctor. So I thought he was joking, right? But like, he used the whole of this tub, the whole of this jar on like um, one whole chicken, one roast chicken. Whereas I would use this wow. jar for nine roast chickens. But somehow I forgot to add that fact to him. <laughs> I just thought he knows, isn't it? More importantly, look at the clues. Your Scottish accent is very good. You've established your use of big words. My theory is that you're you're taking pills. You're really little ginger Scottish kid. They tell me get nine chickens out of one jar of jerk. It's no, this Dunn's River. It's strong, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I didn't. I bet he didn't marinate. I bet he just spread it on there and cooked it. Well, this is it. Obviously, I, I, I don't mean no disrespect. If he watches this, I know that he didn't wash the chicken. In my mind, I know he didn't wash the chicken. When I say wash the chicken, as we said in the earlier episode, lemon take half a lime or lemon, or some people would use vinegar and water, which I don't Or like just get the cat to lick it. That lick all the germs off. <laughs> I see something the other day where a guy's missus <laughs> asked him to wash the chicken, and he washed the chicken with fairy liquid and, and, and a sponge, and his missus went off on him, innit? Like, mental, because the chicken's ruined. That's the chicken way. And uh, he was like, but you said wash the chicken. But you said wash the chicken. So, to clarify, by wash the chicken, <laughs> I mean, like, take a half a lime and rub it over the, like, chicken and squeeze it so that the lime juice hits the chicken and washes off any, like, uh, nasty on the outside. Do you know what I mean? Um, afterwards, you can throw that into the chicken and leave it there while you're, cook while you're roasting it. But also, pick out any, like... Um, Hair follicles or hairs or you know the bits around. Maybe start watching Jamie Oliver. <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> though. Like, clean the chicken. That's what he's saying. Remember, you can get nine chickens out of one jar. <laughs> he sent me a message earlier though, right, saying having this tonight, can't wait, and it was an empty jar of jerk seasoning, and I didn't think to myself like, oh, he's used the whole thing. I thought, oh, this must be like he must have used it. But yeah, he used the whole jar on a meal for two. And then his missus said to him, oh, this is a bit hot for me. He said, oh, I'll just put that stuff on my plate. Like, being a, being like alpha. I am man. <laughs> when, he, when I realised he actually meant that he thinks he might need a doctor. Well, I bet he didn't marinate. That's what I'm saying to you. He probably just spread it on now, put it in the oven. Didn't leave it soaking overnight. Didn't leave it. Even with that amount, that's ridiculous. It's like, I'll, I, make, um, I make my own hot pepper sauce, right? Which I can give to other people. With Scotch bonnet and that, but my mate, um, her mum is from Zimbabwe, and what she makes, all I can say is, if the Zimbabwe Air Force ever learn how to get this up to drop as a bomb, they rule the world. Because this stuff, the jar melts. It's got to go inside a mercury container. When she's like, I'll go get you some of it from the fridge. She puts on like a spacesuit. It goes in a like this long tongue like. Oh, 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 
You can see all the skin coming off it, like Back to the Future. I'll get some for you. I'll get some for your friends. <laughs> Do you know what? My nan used to make hot pepper sauce. I lived with my nan for a bit um, and she used to make hot pepper sauce and you'd know she was making it because she'd wake up like super early. Like, I don't know, you must get yeah. to a certain age and you just wake up super early. I don't know what yeah. that's about. But um, wake up super early and you'd know that she was making hot pepper sauce because while you're sleeping, your eyes would be stinging. <laughs> you'd be like, why, why are my yeah. eyes stinging? And then, yeah. No, I make it good. Some will put mango in some or banana in some, make some sweet, nice. You can send a pot my way, bruv. Sounds I will. Good. Listen, I will do it. But, see where this has gone wrong. This is my tune. My tune for this week, right? If you can hear it. Ain't no woman like the one I've got. One. Four tops, mate. This woman, this week, has lost the plot completely. (laughs) She She lost the plot completely. Our Christmas tree is underneath more balls than you'd get at an orgy. It's just, there's a little bit of green sticking out behind all these baubles. She's like frenzied. Frenzied, mate. Sunday <laughs> morning. and a bukkake. Yeah. Sunday morning, 7.30, I, I open my eyes. She's like fully clothed. We go into the shop so we get more baubles. I'm like, there's two. Why don't we get a tree? Just, you know, they bought on the tree. They're just, they're meant, to, they're meant to highlight the tree. But no, that. And then because I'm still doing my building work, I've had a brick layer. And he's sort of weird, so he's got this deep voice. And uh, she loves the way he speaks, like, you know. And she keeps going out and then harassing him. Okay? <laughs> She's like, Jerry, do you want some tea? And he's like, oh, I like some tea and two sugars, please, love. She's like, oh, I love his voice. <laughs> so I'm like, what's wrong with you? He says, oh, speaking that Welsh voice for me. Oh, I've got some cement. You want me to put some cement in your head? <laughs> um, so ain't no woman like the one I've got. I'm like. And who, is, who sings it? Who sings it? Four tops. Four tops. There's a Brilliant. bit of um, melodical, symmetrical yeah, like, dancing like, going on. I'd like to see Steve McQueen muck that up. <laughs> to be honest, man, I might have been harsh on Steve McQueen, man. I need to watch okay. the rest of them. Do you know what I mean? I need to watch the rest of them and not... What about when he got the police force? That was, that was painful, but yeah. good. I can imagine. Yeah. I can imagine. I, I couldn't take it the following week. I thought, like, if he disappoints me again, then that's it. Yeah, really. My dad used I, to I, say I, to me when I was younger, yeah, don't make me and you fall out, right? And at them points when he's saying, don't make me and you fall out, he's already fallen out with you, bruv. Yeah. He's, you, he's already vexed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's how I felt about Steve McQueen after... after no, I, guess, it, I think fair play to him is always going to have critics, and this, again, is a problem that some communities have, where he's too busy shooting down your own rather than going, look how well the guy's doing, putting us on the television, getting his own TV series, educating the youth. Rather than going, who's your thinkies? Well, to be fair, uh, uh, to be fair, the first show was amazing. The second mm. show was almost at the other end of the scale, maybe not even quite there. So he's still up there for me. He's still up there. Lockdown skills, bruv. Because uh, you said something to me the other day about what you've been doing during lockdown and uh, Every... what you hired. Well, what my, um, I don't know, can I say digger? Or do I have to say earth moving machine? I feel like. Digger's not a brand name, and we're not spot- We're not earning anything from this. <laughs> no one's going, I don't like that word, man. It's the D word. Don't use the D word. All right, so I've got a digger, and um, I've got it delivered, and the guy's like, okay, you know, sign for it. Wait, can you just, just like, move it move it around the back for me? Because uh, I've got a really bad arm. He went, oh, well, now you're going to use it. You've got a bad arm. Oh, my driver's coming later. When you move it around the back, I'll be looking at YouTube. Mate, 
I, I'll within a day I'm doing wheel spins, doing donuts at the back, digging my hole. There's proper ways to do it. I, I love that, that mate. I love that that you were like <laughs> sly enough to be like, yeah, could you just move it right there for me and then like <laughs> work out how to use it yes. on YouTube. When you when you dig a U shape, you meant to start in one corner, go down like half a foot, and then half a foot all the way around, and then a foot all the way around, and then build a ramp and come out. But I just went, come on, man, just make holes, just make holes. And then I took so much earth out of the ground that my garden is now a foot higher than it was, right? And then because I took it out in clumps and it just landed in clumps, then I had to drive up and down on it to try and flatten it. Brilliant fun. Brilliant. This is wicked, man. So learning new skills during lockdown, mate. That loads. That loads, mate. And then I've, I've actually now pretended I've got a building company so I can get a discount at Builders Merchants. Um, <laughs> I'm on first name terms with Travis Perkins. Oh, right, John, how you doing? Get some of that number one aggregate, at least. So you have to go in there with a pencil in your ear, innit? Then you look serious. Oh, that, that, mate. Yeah, what we'll site you on this week, then, John? Oh, I'm over in, like, Harvest Green this week. <laughs> But the thing is, because I'm building the back of the house, everything has to be moved from the front of the house to the back of the house, right? So, like, one day we had five tons of sand and uh, ballast, which is bits of rock in it. And that all had to get, took out of the bag, put in a wheelbarrow, taken down the back, into the back garden, take it out of the wheelbarrow, into another bag, and everything had to get moved off the front, out to the back, same day. My son come and helped me, and then he went to bed at 7 o'clock. I can imagine Beach muscles he's got, mate. He's, he's hench, but hench. he's good. I wanted to talk about um, recently, there's been like children in need, which is a good cause, very good cause for like um, vulnerable children, children that could be in trouble, uh, whether through poverty uh, or through like um, somebody trying to assault them or take advantage of them. Um, and the song that they have chosen for this year is a cover of a song called Stop crying your heart out. So the chorus goes, stop crying your heart out. Inappropriate, bruv. Is it children need? Is that for UK kids? Is that worldwide? What is it? It's even whatever who. Is it a BBC thing? Is it a BBC thing? Yes. With that stupid looky bear. With the bear, man, with the one eye. The juju bear. Still be doing this whole bullshit white people to the rescue nonsense. No, they've stopped doing that. They've stopped doing that. They've stopped doing that, man. Well, they're not rescuing them. No, they're telling kids to uh, stop crying their heart out now. Inappropriate choice, bruv. Um, But I don't know. This whole thing about children in need, mate, I I, I struggle with it. I've got to be honest with you. The whole thing about charities and all that. All these celebrities, they get publicity out of it. So why don't you just give some money? Mm -hmm. We shouldn't have hungry children in 2020, mate. Should not be the case. My friend runs a food bank and he's just telling me some heartbreaking stories about people coming in, lost their jobs. Now they're already on skid row three months later, four months later, you know, and it's hard. But I don't see how celebrities like, you know, I don't really want to be in hard times and have Gemma Collins turn up on my front door with a bag of goodies. You know what I mean? So I've eaten most of them. Like, no, it doesn't really do it for me. Talking of eating, right? The whole nation has been focused on scotch eggs in the last few weeks. Let me say for the international people then, right? 
Um, we were in lockdown until uh, December the 1st, and then the pubs and stuff were going to reopen. But in order to go to the pub, you would have, there was rules around it. And one of the rules was you would have to have a substantial meal with your drink. And yeah. um, a politician named uh, Michael Gove was asked, uh, I think it was like 8.30 in the morning, would a yeah. scotch egg be, be considered a substantial meal? And he says, well, I'm not sure about that. And then about an hour later, he was asked the same question, 9.30. Um, I'm not sure about that. I don't think so. And then 10.30, he said, yes, a scotch egg would be considered an ample substantial meal. So everyone's talking about scotch eggs. Meanwhile, yeah, <laughs> there's been an act passed that the coronavirus retention of fingerprints and DNA profiles in the interest of national security regulation. So if you do the test, they've put something in after you've done the test to say they can keep your DNA details in basically in the interest of national security. What bothers oh. me about this isn't like I haven't got a Tim Hat or anything. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. But um, it's almost like me telling you that a load of bricks are going to cost you 100 quid and then when I turn up, they cost you 300 quid. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like there was... Mate, I've got a bricks that cost me that. I'm going to try to Did you deal, John? Are you good, mate? Right, so I said to somebody the well, other what day... What is your point? What is your point? He, he said he doesn't see any reason why people shouldn't have their DNA um, kept on file in the interest of national security yeah. because... It's for the greater good, right? And I said to him, uh, he said, so even, so even if they don't agree to doing that, they should be yeah. that should be allowed, and there's nothing wrong with that. So I said to this same person, if I was to take your telephone number, your name, your address, and your vehicle registration, and put that online, would you be happy for that? And he said, no, of course I wouldn't. I said, what if I didn't tell you, you wouldn't be happy with that? He said, no. I said, but you can change all of those things. You can change your name. You can change where you live. You can change your vehicle registration. Do you understand what I'm saying? Your DNA. Yeah, it's really, it's really tenuous though. I'm not going to lie. I think this whole thing about, like, the, the DNA thing. One argument is, isn't it? If you've done, if you've, if you've done nothing wrong, you've got nothing to fear. So I, I'm not a rapist. So you can have my DNA. I'm not a rapist or a burglar. But I should imagine if you were a rapist or a burglar, you'd be thinking it's not right because you could get a catch. There was a bloke who got caught. He took a piss in a flower pot, and he got arrested. And that's proved that it was his piss in a flower pot done a DNA testing, and he'd been a serial rapist in the 1970s. Now, obviously, that was a bit naughty of them to have done that. They should have just destroyed his DNA and never found out who was a serial rapist. Or should they? Well, for me, it comes down to this. If somebody is voluntarily going to take a test, you should be explicit about what that entails. So, for example, I agree 100%. I may press agree on my iPhone when it updates and not read half the things. And I might have agreed to some stuff that I don't know what I've agreed to. However, with this test, I feel some things should be explicit, not hidden. You understand what I'm saying? That's what bothers me. When you say, when you said then about me being worried about someone having my DNA, if you ask me, can I take your DNA and keep it on file? I have a choice to tell you yes or no, right? I have a choice to tell you. Why would you say no? I'm not saying I would say no. So what are you wasting your breath for? What's the matter with you? What I'm saying yeah, is, if things are allowed to be put in place um, without consent... It's called tacit, tacit consent. If, if tacit certain consent. things are being able to put in without consent and you're cool with that, but you therefore wouldn't be cool with putting your phone number online, but what is being taken is much more detailed, I feel like then no, but you're comparing a slope, isn't it? You're comparing a goalkeeper with a centre-forward. Yeah. You're two different things. 
Yeah, if you're not happy having your registration number online, then change your registration number. Simple. But your DNA is different. Like this whole thing, whole thing about, yeah, I'm not taking a vaccine. Or if I do, I'm going to put a magnetic suit on so that Bill Gates... Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not even going there. We'll go down the next one because uh, in the UK, <laughs> in the UK, what, yesterday was the first dose to be yeah. um, given to somebody in the UK of the Pfizer vaccine. Um, I'm not going there right now. What I'm saying is, if I'm allowed to come in your house take your guitar off the wall and just walk out of your house without asking you nothing to me that's a fuckery bruv do you understand what i'm yeah, saying but... i should have to come into your yard ask you say john can i borrow your guitar please have you answer me and me then take the guitar so you think then that they should go maybe have a sample of your dna and you can go no don't it but we're in that situation now bruv yeah, but if you go, no, I'll don't take it. You're not thinking they're going to go, oh, hello, what's going on here, then? I, think, I feel good. suspicious. I feel as suspicious as you say that is when someone's happy to give up information without consent. If you've done something wrong, then again, yeah, maybe you lose that freedom of whether you have a right to give consent. You understand what I'm saying? But if the other way around, then what freedom do we have sitting here? That's all I'm feeling. That's what I'm feeling. Do you know what I mean? But you, what do you mean freedom? What is this whole freedom bullshit nonsense? Where does that come from, freedom? What freedom you got? I've so DNA. Freedom? <laughs> what is so good about freedom? Everyone keeps going about it. Oh, free speech, freedom. What? What is, what is the beauty of it? I can't understand. So in this point for me, it was, for example, um, I don't know, man. It's, just, it's, it's a rabbit hole here. Maybe we should get back. No, 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 no. Come on, man. Do it. You tell me what you think is so interesting about your DNA. Do you think they can make little Jonathans? Right, so, no, I don't, cross care. Reach with I don't care as for what, what when it comes to... Um, okay, if we want to go on a moral level, right? In order yeah. for someone to have your DNA, in order to see with um, this drug, with this COVID, for example, there would be an opportunity to see whether there's patterns and sequences within your DNA which could make you more prone to be asymptomatic, could make you more prone to be really ill from it, could make you... Um, someone who doesn't catch it at all and doesn't show asymptomatic behaviour. Do you know what I mean? Someone who's got a really high viral count anyway. And it can show all of these different things. And to a point, that's great. But to me, there should be a consent to be in that trial, to be in that. Do you understand what I'm saying? To be in that pool of, of data, of data. That's how I feel. Yeah, but you're, you're a mad scientist and this kind of stuff you don't do. Indeed. I bet you in your kitchen there, you've got some experiments going on with them oranges and all that in the background. <laughs> Indeed, I, I just feel that you should be allowed your consent for Informed that. consent. Informed consent. I just think people just scrapping around for something to do. Look, you want to get out of the house and join in lockdown, does that mean they can take your DNA? If that's the price, is that a price to pay? When you said to me, what is it about freedom? If I choose to give my DNA, for example... And let's say things move towards a national healthcare system or a, pu a private healthcare system, which let's say now you broke your leg and you, you're not urgent. If you really want it done tomorrow, you have to go private anyway. So we're kind of there anyway. I love the yeah. NHS, but we are kind of there. Um, if you were to have insurance and they were to have a DNA thing and say, right, you're more prone to this, 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 and this. So your basic insurance is going to be a thousand pounds more than next man, because he doesn't have this, 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 and this. Yeah. Now, that's cool if you have opted in. You understand? When you go to that insurance company, they may want a DNA swab, swab and tell you why they're doing that to see these things. It's the underhand nature 
of the government movement that bothers me. I don't know. I've heard about watch this. Black, I've heard about Mirror. it. But yeah, it's the underhand movement that, that bothers me. Yeah, but it's that whole thing of them's there's just life. Oh, that happens you know? anyway, man. It's just when you see it, it it'll, it'll, it'll grate me. Do you know what I mean? I'm sure it happens enough and I don't see it. For example, everyone's talking about Scotch eggs. This law's being passed. We're mashing up Brexit. Brexit is supposed to be tonight. I think we're on the 9th of December today. Tonight, it's all supposed to be done and dusted. Do you know what I mean? That, that freedom. Oven ready free deal. from Europe, mate. We're free. Free at last. Free at last. Oh, my days. Well, we will see but tomorrow. You see them, people, them people celebrating that Brexit, they're free. They think they've got freedom. Now, you, I think you know we haven't got freedom because of Brexit. Then people would, they'll go, then some people go, yeah, have your DNA tested, you've got nothing to hide, you've got nothing to worry about. But all you need is someone to put X in the wrong box and you are going down, mate. This is it. When, when, for example, someone was to say nothing to hide, nothing to worry about, 100%, I agree with what you're saying on a moral level. But if you've got a gene sequence, which means you're paying £5,000 a month more than me, for example, and that's not happening yet. This is a hypothetical situation. But you asked me what I felt of with regards to freedom. And that's what I feel with regards to freedom. Not the airy things that everyone else is chatting about. This is like for my own thing. Yeah? No, mate, I, I, I believe very strongly. I think it, I don't know, it was Hayek or someone who said that freedom is freedom to do what you want, but it's got to be away from the arbitrary will of others. That's how I live my life. You do what you want, so don't interfere with me, mate. Go about your business. That's it. That's no causing harm or loss, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But I appreciate, like, so when... So my missus went and had the COVID test. And I did say to her, what do you think you're going to do with that swab and that DNA? And, you know, what if it turns out that, like, your, your brother's a kiddie fiddler? Because he always looks a bit of a wrong one to me. Right? You're going to get him caught. You're going to get him arrested. And you'll be like, how did you find me? But she, her thing was, well, you know what? I've got nothing to worry about. So I'll, I'll have it done. Whereas my thing was, you've got to be careful with where you're letting your body fluids go, mate. Because you don't know what. Like I say, some idiot puts that jar in that bucket. That's, well, that would be my concern. Indeed. And that, that could be a concern. That would be less of a concern for me because, again, you know that you've done nothing. It's not the doing something. It's the choice. To me, that that's part of what I class as being British, which I'm really proud of. Do you know what I mean? Which is clearly in front of my face, able to be hidden that then things are taken away, that those freedoms are taken away. And it's hidden by something as simple as scotch eggs do you know what I mean everyone this week's been talking about scotch eggs bruv everybody yeah, yeah. who do you know it spoke to you about scotch eggs yeah, 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 do you yeah. know what I'm saying anyway let's be honest scotch egg is a substantial meal man. scotch egg is something you only eat when you're drunk depends how big it is though doesn't it I remember when I was younger like my mum used to make some beefy scotch eggs now you can go to Marks and Spencer's and get these little tiny little thing man. pointless yeah it depends how big they are pointless man pointless but I think that people need to question what we don't question because we just accept. And then, unfortunately, when you start questioning, they go, "Well, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. You're a loony. You're some crazy socialist or whatever. I've got American friends at the moment who have got me in just bafflement with some of the, you know, like, you know, God gave us this. We don't need a mask. I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, yeah. 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 It's hard. It is very, very hard. But you've got to think that well, uh, what I think we should be wondering is how comes they're giving people this vaccine and it doesn't actually cure, treat, or prevent? What does it do then? <laughs> you see, now this is it. And I will leave this subject here until we get to the next one, right? But I've realised throughout the pandemic that 
I'd say up to 90, and this is just in my own guesstimation, that up to 95% of people choose not to think for themselves. Choose not to yeah, think sheeple. for themselves. Don't use word I wouldn't even want to use that word, yeah, because they have consciously chosen not to think for themselves. Whereas a sheep yeah. would just maybe follow, right? They've consciously said, well, I can't be dealing with all them things. I hope someone else sorts it out. Do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, I want to finish on something that you mentioned earlier that you wanted to talk about. It was a name that um, you'd mentioned. Adolf. Yeah, carry on. <laughs> I can't believe you don't know about Adolf Hitler and, and um, how well he's getting on in um, Namibia. So some context, please. <laughs> His name is a Namibian politician. Namibia um, used to be a colony of Germany. He won an election um, in Namibia, and his his dad called him Adolf Hitler. He's an African man. Wow. And and it's quite funny because, obviously, you know, I guess that's not the most popular name in the world, is it? Adolf. Anyway, you don't really meet people called Adolf. Um, And if you get a chance to look... Uh, I think it's still on the BBC website. Um, It's just the context of what the Germans and the Europeans did in Africa to think that, right, naming your kid after Cecil Rhodes, you might go, okay, yeah, now we know he did bad things. But you can't tell me. Mm -hmm. When you're thinking names, Adolf Hitler, yeah. This is a nice name. I'm going to call my son Adolf Hitler. So, (laughs) Genghis Khan. It's his brother. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, it just seems... Um, it's almost like unfathomable, isn't it? Yeah, you kind of go, yeah, it's not really going to make you it's very popular. You know, even though the doctor's Mr. Hitler, he's back. <laughs> you know, you're like, what? Oh, man. Right, you know what? I think that's us for this show, you know. That's it. Um, so, uh I think I think we're done. I'm loving the beard. I want to see see how it progresses. It's gonna. Um, I want to be. Able, I want to get it so long. I get food stuck in it. Bits of scotch egg. Nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Well, he's John Ryan, and he's somewhere around here. Jonathan Prince. <laughs> we are. Were. Ah. We were. We are. All right. We are. We are brutally honest. We're not on the line. Resonating vibes in 